This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Go Win Podcast. You're here for a hot topic today, and this hot topic is near and dear to my heart, to my wife's heart, and the gentleman you are going to hear from today is doing truly amazing work. J.C. Hervis is a director of development at Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami, Florida. We are the they are the only freestanding pediatric hospital in South Florida, and they are a nonprofit hospital. He works closely with donors and organizations of all sizes that want to make an impact for the patients that they serve. JC, brother, I am so grateful to have you here. I'm grateful to have you in my life. I love the work you're doing. Thank you for being here. Thank you, JM, and I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Been looking forward to uh, to talking with you all week, so this is great. Well, <clears throat> I feel blessed just because, obviously, the partnership that, that my wife has with Nicholas, with uh, the work that she's doing, but to focus on you, what you've been doing, Nicholas, just tell me kind of your story into this. And what you guys are doing, because it's hard, I know, to to verbalize it. When you see it, it's just, it, there's a palpable feel to it. But brother, what the work you do is special. It's remarkable. And I, I'm so excited we get to share it with the world. Thanks once again. So let me dive right in a little bit about the hospital. We've been serving Miami, Florida for 70 years, over 70 years, actually, and we are founded in 1950, and we're actually the only freestanding pediatric hospital now in all of South Florida. So what does that mean? We're not associated with any larger system. We are Nicholas Children's Hospital, and all we do is serve pediatrics. So not to mention, we're also one of the only nonprofit children's hospitals in all of Florida, and the only one down here in South Florida. Just to give you an idea, JM, of the scope of who we serve and the impact we make, we're over 70% Medicaid. So we really are the safety net hospital for every child down here in South Florida who can't go to another hospital. And we pride ourselves on that. You know, our vision since we started was to create a healthy future for every child. And our mission to inspire hope and promote lifelong health by providing the best care for every child. And what do you see in the two mission and the vision? Child, that's what we do. We're here for children. And since you asked how I started in this, my story is actually really unique. My mother started working at the hospital when she was pregnant with me and still works at the hospital. She's a medical technologist, so she's on the back end, making sure all of the analysis come out correct to really assess what's going on with the kids. I was a daycare child. I had every admission, surgery, appointment at the hospital growing up. I was a volunteer there in high school, and it's been seven years working with the hospital. And I mean, I couldn't be any happier with uh, the impact I get to make at this point and really the patients and the families that we get to serve. Yeah, I, impact is such a key word to what you guys do because it, it again, if you when you go to this hospital the fact that you are completely nonprofit the your donors are doing incredible work because the technology that you guys have the expansion that i've even had a chance to see 
and and the work. I just, I brother, it's it's truly God's work that you guys are doing on the daily basis. And it's, I just, I get teary eyed when I think about it. I get that when I go there, I know I'm not supposed to, or maybe I am or not, but it's, it's remarkable. How do you brother, what is your role in all of this to really help, uh, facilitate, uh, you know, Nicholas children's hospital, keeping that going, keeping the expansion, serving as many people, you said 70% Medicaid. What is your role in all that brother? So I, I think you hit the nail right on the head, Dan. We are funded through philanthropy, right? So my job as a director of development is to be on the forefront of that philanthropy, working with folks like yourself, like Lisa, folks that are passionate, folks that care about what we're doing, and folks that want to be a part of the future. So as you mentioned in my intro, we, I work with everybody at every level, corporations, individuals, folks that are in Miami, folks that are moving to Miami, folks that are out of Miami. And that just see the mission and want to be a part of what we do. So I spend my days talking to people, going um, out to meeting folks, bringing folks in for tours, attending events, really anything that I can do to help further the profile of the hospital and to help bring new folks into the fold of what we do here. Yeah. And I, I definitely, we're going to hit on that because I want people to that, that, that can experience this and can help in this regard, I, I, we're definitely going to touch on that because I think anytime you see it, how can you not? I mean, it, you, how can you not want to? You have such a servant heart, your servant leadership to the nth degree, JC. Um, was that just a learned behavior from being such a part of this hospital? It's it's unique, brother. I love when I see it in business. I don't see it as often as I'd like, but you have it, brother. Your your heart is so open. You are always there to help. And I'm just, I guess maybe you can or can't ans- answer this question, but is that from being around it? Why, is that where the passion was developed? You know, I'd say it's a lot of factors. Definitely being around it. Um, before I joined the foundation, I was at the hospital at the family center. And what we did at the family center, we actually connected families with the resources that were available to them in the community. So my job was to be right there on the ground with them during, unfortunately, what is probably the toughest time in their lives and helping them along that continuum of care. And to your point, I think growing up around it, being in that role, having you know great parents who instilled that in me and instilled the importance of being of the community and being one with the community, um, I'd also give a lot of credit to where I went to school, my middle school and my high school. Our motto at Belen was all about being men for others. And I mean, that's that's something I take with me and I have it in my heart and I carry it in my soul, everything I do. I'm curious just to to share some of the, the stories. Do you have some of your favorite just stories of, of kiddos you've seen come through and to see their journey being able to ring that bell and ultimately walk away healthy again. Do you have a story that comes to mind where you just like, and you don't have to say the name. You can obviously be discreet as as you need to, but can you recall a story that really touched you JC? Because I want to paint the picture. If you are in Miami, go visit. If they'll allow you to go in and see it, it truly is remarkable. But if you could paint that picture, I think it's so helpful to to see the work that you guys all do collectively 
at Nicholas? There's a lot of stories. Um, and I think, I think the one that I'll, I'll focus on is, uh, I, I knew this family in my first year starting working at the hospital. I still connect with them on a regular basis. It was a cancer patient. Um, it was three siblings. And one of the young men came in, um, you know, with his parents. They just got the news. And they were with us for a long time, admitted in the hospital. And working at the family center, I worked really closely with this family, whether it was connecting them with the resources or you know, that family center is unique in the sense that we provide laundry services for the family. We do massage therapy for the family. We have licensed massage therapists that come in, hairstyling, nail painting, activities for the kids. I mean, it really is a really cool spot. So I worked with this family from when they first came in to when they got to ring that bell and seeing the growth of not just the patient, but the parents, the siblings, it really puts into focus what we focus on at the hospital, which is a patient family-centered care model where, yes, medically, we're treating the child, but emotionally, we're treating the entire family so that the family can be there to support the child throughout their entire journey back to health. And I think that that would be probably the, the happiest of the stories I've been with. I was actually just talking to the family last week. They sent me pictures of the boys going back to school for their first day of the new year and, you know, seeing him from when he came in to now being in middle school. I mean, you're, you're talking, you know, watching these lives progress and it, it, it always makes me happy and it not to, not to take off of what you said, but it brings a tear to my eye really. Well, it does. And can you explain the significance of ringing the bell? I, I guess maybe I, Knock on wood, I, I was fortunate enough not to know exactly what it meant, but then getting involved with you all, I, I see it and I've and I've heard it and I've 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 witnessed it. What is the significance of that, JC? What does that exactly mean for those that don't know what we're talking about? Definitely. So let me let me take a step back and let me talk a little bit about our oncology institute. So it is one of our pillars at the hospital. And what it is, is within that institute, we treat all patients with any form of cancer or any form of blood disorder. We actually have 150 bone marrow transplants performed since 1991. Um, and those are extremely difficult procedures, not just from a medical standpoint, but also from the recovery standpoint. Those patients will be with us anywhere from three to six months at a time admitted in our bone marrow transplant unit, which is a completely sterile environment. They can't actually leave that unit for those three to six months. Not only that, but we have 28 beds dedicated to our hematology oncology patients. That's one floor of our hospital, our sixth floor of our pediatric intensive care unit. And it's specifically for them. I'm sorry, sixth floor of our advanced pediatric care pavilion. And that is specifically for them. And we, at this point, are really focused on research as well. So we have 80 pediatric cancer clinical research studies that we are currently or have participated in. Now, I'm going to jump to your question, what's ringing the bell? It is one of the coolest, most special things to be a part of. It's when a patient has made it through their journey and they ring that bell right after their last treatment. I mean, can you imagine the buildup of emotions, not just from the family, but the doctors? Those like myself that were on the support staff, you know, and everybody being there for that moment 
of that ringing the bell of that, hey, you crossed the finish line. You beat it. And now you have the rest of your life ahead of you. And it's, it's one of those things that you got to be there to see it. Even, even the videos of it are, are, I mean, touching. You see it. You feel the emotion of the families. And it's a special thing that we do for our patients. Yeah, it really is. And, and if, again, you hope no one experiences it as a family, yet at the same time, you want people to have that perspective, to see it, to feel it, because this is real, right? And it's not only happening in Miami, it's happening all over the, the country, all over the world. And it's just one of those things that it's, you don't want it, but it, it's a reality. And, and so you, you want people to understand the importance. There's something uh, about September uh, that's, I think, pretty big, if I'm not mistaken. That's why I wanted to make sure we got you on and highlighted in September. But uh, can you talk about what's going on in the month of September? Pediatric Cancer Month. And it is the month to focus on not just the patients, but to focus on the research that's being done in this space, the organizations that are focused on it not just to bringing about a cure, but to treating these patients and to being there with them on the forefront of their battles, to focus on folks like myself, frankly, who are out there raising awareness about it, who are out there raising the funds to bring it back to this organization, and folks like yourself and like Lisa, like Let's Go Give, that are focused on raising funds for pediatric cancer. And I mean, it is one of those months that is so important, right? Because it brings attention to this important issue. And I'm sure you can relate to this, you know, we're all in our everyday life and you're so busy one thing after the other and it's kind of, you know, one thing to the next that when you get a chance to stop and say, hey, we're in pediatric cancer month. Like, what does that mean? What's going on? How is this space moving forward? It's an important month that we can all sit and be reflective. And really think of how we can play a role in it, whether or not we've personally been impacted, whether or not our family has, friends, how can we be a part of the future? Yeah, and I think that's the the the, the challenge is in people don't know until they're put into this scenario. And then you see obviously passion and purpose and and you know, I I again we were uh fortunate enough to be part of Oliver. Pat's project and really get to know that amazing family. And so you don't want people to, to, to feel it, but at the same time, it, it's real. Um, how could somebody get involved, JC, outside of obviously funding, but there's so many things that you guys do. There's so many different wings at that hospital. I'm, I'm sure I, I know just the, 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 you know, the surface level of it, but how, if I'm listening to this, I'm like, okay, September, I want to be a part of it. What are some various ways that people could get involved to really give back to not only Nicholas, but, but that whole uh, movement in general? Yeah, I would say everybody needs to find the organization in their community that is focused on this, whether it be a walk, whether it be an event for the kids, whether it just be something that you can go and volunteer at and spend the day with the kids and the parents, be an emotional support for them you know, anything like that, I'd say I'd implore everyone to get involved because you, you, you really feel it. You get to be one with them. Um, and, and I would say, you know, if you are in Miami or are in South Florida and want to get involved with us, 
feel free to reach out to me. Reach out to our hospital. I'd be happy to bring you on a tour. I'd be happy to talk to you about some of the things we're doing, some of the volunteering opportunities, some of the ways to just get connected with the parents, with the kids, and really just be there with it. And at the very least, just be an advocate for it. Be aware that these families are out there and that can use a hand, can use someone to talk to, can use an ear. Yeah, and I think it's so important because it's like you said, uh, you know, earlier, it's not just the child. There's so many that are affected by this. There's so much, you know, some of these stories I heard of, you know, folks trying, they, they, they're working. And I know there's some families that they're unable to be with their child. Imagine that your child is sick in the hospital and you cannot leave to be with them. I, I put myself in their shoes and the pain that must create for them. So I just, I want everybody to be aware this is happening in September. I want people to just put yourself out there and think, you know what, what can I do? And if we can all just raise the awareness just a little bit, uh, JC, you know, we're, we're running up on that 20 minute mark and I just, I don't know what I don't know. So I guess the question I have, this is open form. What don't I know enough to ask you that, that you, you just want to make sure to share with the audience because you guys give so much. It's so incredible what you're doing. I really want to give you this opportunity just to to put yourself on, on, on a platform and just say whatever it is you wish the world knew about this or about what you're doing or all the above. I think we've, we've talked about some of the most important parts of not only what I do, but what the hospital does. But there's one really cool thing we rolled out about a year and a half ago or two, and it's called the Patient Assistance Fund. So it's central to our mission of creating a healthy future for every child, right? So this was launched in 2019. And what it does is it provides financial support to uninsured or underinsured families to meet their childcare needs. So to date, the funds dispersed over a million dollars for direct patient care, over three dozen kids with unmet financial needs. You know, some of these patients we're talking um, like little Lavandre, who underwent life-saving heart surgery to correct several heart issues at birth. Now he's turning three. Or Maria Angel, whose life has changed. She was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and had a dream to one day walk. She had never walked before. And because of the surgeries that, thankfully, thanks to our donors and their generous contributions, we were able to complete these surgeries for her. And she took her first steps. You know, and it's these types of things that we do, these types of cases that we take on that, frankly, if it wasn't for our donors, the folks in the community that we work with, folks like yourself, these children would live lives not knowing their full potentials, not knowing what could have been. And, you know, that's one of those things that I sleep great every night knowing that we're able to bring these kids a smile, that we're able to bring their family some joy and that we're able to get them over that threshold and help them along their continuum of care and bring them to health. Yeah. I mean, every, every child should have the opportunity to truly do all those things you said. And we're not, we're not talking, we're talking walking. You're talking about actually being able to, to, to experience the outdoors and, and be a kid. I mean, every child should have that opportunity. So I'm so thankful that you guys are doing that. JC, you said, uh, reach out to you. Where's the best place to connect with yourself or, or, you know, Nicholas or wherever you, the best resource for people to really connect with you because they heard this and they're like, I want to give back. 
What's the best place to do that, brother? I would say the best spot, www.nicholaschildren.org. On there, you can find our foundation page. You can always reach out to me directly. My email is Juan-Carlos, period, H-E-R-V-I-S, at nicholashealth.org. You can reach out to me, and I'm happy to help anyway. I have to say it was funny. Uh, I, I I knew JC was on, and then I saw this Juan Carlos, and I was like, who's Juan Carlos? My man. And see, and I'm JM. I'm James Michael, but no one ever knows that because I, I didn't know it either with you. But JC, I appreciate you, brother, so much for, for what you do on a daily basis, the, the friendship and partnership that we've been fortunate enough to be a part of. And Truly, thank you to you, your organization, everything that y'all are doing. I, I think it's so important. I hope this helps. I hope that September is a big month in terms of awareness. And uh, thank you, brother, for just all the amazing work that you do. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, I look forward to continuing our friendship, our partnership, and doing more into the future. Thank you so much, Jam. Truly, uh, what a gift. You guys... I, I, again, if you get a chance, go to Nicholas, if you're nearby, go to any local community or hospital and see the work that these people are doing. I promise you it is life altering when you see it, when you experience it. And, uh, if you're fortunate enough as I've been that my kiddos didn't have to deal with any of that, it just makes you really gives you perspective. So please subscribe, share, get this out. Let's get more awareness out. And until next time, remember your mindset matters. I appreciate you all. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.